0: Alright guys, so now that Ontario has finally decided, after what feels like an eternity, has finally decided to start actually handing out vaccines to people who need them. This kind of reminded me a little bit of a story. Cause like I feel like I haven't talked about my childhood in a while or like things that happened with my within my childhood. And I know a lot of you guys really enjoy those ones, so this one right here, or these two I should say, are regarding, they're not really regarding a specific topic, but I know that they have the same air about them because these were things that I was afraid of and still somewhat continue to be afraid of, but I'll explain in a minute. So for as long as I can remember, I have never liked getting vaccines in, in me and this story is the prime example of the means that it took for my parents to basically strap me down and put needles in me that were very good for me. And I'm not going to get into this debate about whether or not vaccines are good for you or not because I know there's two sides to the coin and everybody has an opinion about everything. That's not what I'm here for, okay? So don't come at me saying, oh, you have to get a vaccine, you shouldn't get a vaccine. Like, I ain't going to comment on that because it's not worth my time and I ain't trying to influence nobody if you want to get the vaccine get the vaccine if you don't want to get it that's your choice whatever but don't complain that you can't leave the damn country if you don't get one anyways I remember when I was like six years old I had to go to the doctor's office to go and get a vaccine or a needle for something I don't remember what it was I should ask my mom but basically it was like a needle that you needed for school something to do with that and so we went to the doctor's office and even prior to us getting to this office my mom always used to do this with us so she'd always give us an incentive that if we behaved ourselves or if we did really good or whatever that she would get us a snack afterwards so this time was no different my mom said okay here's what it is is if you don't cry when you get the needle if you if you just stick through it (laughs) if you stick through it and you get the needle without crying Sarah you're gonna get a prize and when you're a little kid obviously like you hear you're gonna get a prize like what the heck sign me up broski like I'm gonna go for it and so we go up the elevator and I'm like ready. I'm stoked. I'm pumped. I'm playing in the little playpen area with all the other kids, playing with all the toys and stuff like that. And then finally they call my name. And I'm just like, okay, like I'm ready. I'm ready. You know, like there's like this buildup where you're just super excited for something. You're ready. You're just so like, just imagine an ecstatic like six-year-old who's like, oh, I'm going to get a prize after this. It's going to be sick, yo. And I know a lot of kids like, to them the prize would be McDonald's like a lot of kids I know or like a lot of my friends they say like oh like getting McDonald's was like top tier no no no. if y'all listen to one of my episodes from prior I do not like my McDonald's and never did as a kid so when my mom mentions that we would be getting a prize of sorts it would be an assortment of things like it could be something from the dollar store or it could be like a a candy bar or like I was a really big fan of hubba bubba tape like i obsessed so i thought that the prize was going to be that and so i was sitting there on the sheet paper of the of the doctor's like examining table or whatever i don't know what it's freaking called whatever and so I'm sitting there and I'm like twiddling my thumbs and my mom's sitting there in the room with me and everything and then the doctor comes inside yo let me just say as a side note this pediatrician that we had he treated all three of us up until we were like 14 so I mean he knew us really really well and like he's retired now but what growing up like I was either it was like hit or miss with him because he was really fun but he was also very serious about his profession and he knew very well what he was doing so I mean like he was really good at it but here's the fun side of my doctor or my pediatrician so he came in and was like how are you Sarah like blah blah blah. real nice real sweet cool And my mom answers all the questions that he has and everything like that. And here I am still like stoked as hell to get my prize. Like, I don't even know what's about to happen right now. So I'm sitting there and then the doctor, you know, does like a couple checkups or whatever. And it's like, okay, Sarah, like, are you ready? And I was like, huh? (laughs) I sat there and I was like, huh? What's going on? And my mom was like, remember, si te comportas, or if if you behave yourself, then you'll get a prize. Te te vas a ganar un premio. So I was like, okay, just think about the prize, man. Just think about the prize. Think about eyes on the prize, eyes on the prize. So my doctor leaves the room for a minute. And I'm like... At this point, I'm like semi-nervous, but not completely nervous because like I'm aware of what's going on, but I didn't know the severity of it. And guys, this is like another prime example of like the earliest, one of the earliest memories I have of being a self-proclaimed and also other people proclaiming me to be a Chiona because, oh my gosh, so he comes in, he doesn't show, here's what it is, doctors are real slick, eh? So he comes in, doesn't show the needle nothing or whatever, he just... Shows me the top of the... I didn't even know. My mom just revealed... Sorry, I'm like going off topic. But my mom revealed this to me like this year, I think. Or the year before. She just revealed this to me. And I was like, no, there's no freaking way. So I thought it was a whistle. I thought it was a whistle. Turns out it was the lid of the vaccine. So like the needle or whatever. It was like the thing to cover the syringe or whatever, right? Turns out it had like an opening that looked like a whistle. And the doctor was like, okay, Sarah, I want you to do something very special for me. And I was like, okay. Like, I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like, something special is going on. And so he's like, I need you to take this, put it right between your lips as if you're blowing a whistle. Simple, right? And he showed me how to do it with a different one, right? So he showed me how to do it. And I was like, okay, like, I think I can do that. (laughs) Oh, Lord. So then he gives it to me. He's like, I will be ready whenever you are, mom, if you want to, if you want to come over here. And I didn't know why, like he was asking my mom to like stand nearby. I I didn't understand that, but oof, I was about to understand why. So then I put the little tappy, the the, the top or the lid or whatever in my mouth and he starts counting down. And I feel like that's what makes it even worse. Like if you're just going to stab me, if you're just going to hurt me, please just do it right away. But anyways, he counted down. He's like, three, two, one. And I blew on the top. <laughs> I blew on the top so hard, guys. I blew on it so hard that it flew out of my mouth. It flew out of my mouth while he's still administering the needle into my arm. And I start squealing and screaming. And everyone in the doctor's office heard because my siblings heard it. And they're like, why was Sarah screaming? Blah, blah blah. It was so embarrassing. But yo yo I don't mean to be dramatic or anything but like as a six year old when you're deceived like that I think it would, that's what made it even worse is the fact that like they made it out to be something that it wasn't and I was just like nope this isn't worth it this isn't worth the premio this isn't worth the premio so I like I was like no I started crying I was wailing I was wailing dog like I was so bad and my mom was like what mija you did so good oh my gosh like my mom was trying to cheer me up to no avail I was crying crying and I was I couldn't believe how they had managed to deceive me like that because yo like I knew that like it was coming but I didn't know the severity of it because like I said I was a little kid. I didn't know any better. But anyways (laughs) I think also what made me really upset after this had all happened because my doctor was like oh you did so great blah 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 and then we left and then as we were leaving I was really upset because I was like, mom, I started crying when I got the needles. So now I'm not going to get the premium. And I started crying again. <laughs> oh, dear God, Giona. I started crying again. And i like, because I wasn't going to get the prize because I cried. I failed the assignment, as they say. And my mom turns and looks at me and it's like, Miha, it's okay, it's okay, we're, we're still gonna get the premio. And like, yo, just the look on my face after the fact, and I remember distinctly that my brother said, hey, like, why does she get a prize, or why does she get a prize? You said that if she didn't cry, that she was, that you said that if she doesn't, if she, if she didn't cry, Um, She was going to get the prize, but she cried, blah, blah, blah. My brother was being a little stinker, (laughs) okay? (laughs) But I still got the prize anyway. And you know what I got, guys? I got myself that long, long and three-second flavor of bubble, bubble, bubble tape. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, I did. All right, guys. So originally, I was going to talk about the story of how I learned how to ride a bike with my father and how funny of a story that is because it is very much related to me being the world's biggest crybaby and also being deceived by my parents but I remembered that this week is my sister's birthday and I really wanted to do something special for her because she is like my number one supporter when it comes to anything and I distinctly remember this story so it's kind of related to what I just talked about I mean it has it has to do with the whole idea of me being the world's biggest crybaby so friends here it is Okay, so this story didn't happen when I was little. It happened when I was a teenager. Like early teens, okay? Because this happened back in like 08, 09. So those of us that live in Ontario, we know about Canada's Wonderland. Those of you that don't live in Ontario or live within this vicinity, because I know I have some buddies in the States that listen to this podcast. Shout out to you guys. But over here, we have this amusement park called Canada's Wonderland. And... We have this roller coaster that had just been built in 2008 and it was called Behemoth or it is because it's still there. It's, It's called Behemoth. And at the time, I mean, it's since changed a lot since then. But at the time, that roller coaster was the tallest and I think the fastest in Canada, like in all of Canada. And so, I mean, the U.S. has, like, amazing roller coasters, too, which I really want to visit. But, I mean, this one was, like, epic of epic, epic, epic proportions. And I remember the lineup used to be ridiculously long. It still kind of is, but not as bad as, like, Yukon Strike now or, like, Leviathan and stuff like that. But, like, when it first came out, I remember you had to wait, like, two hours to line up for just, like, a two-minute, three-minute ride or whatever, right? I mean... In in theory, a lot of people would say that it's worth it, and I myself, well, I'll explain later, but I myself say that it's worth it. So, <laughs> so I told you that this is a story relating to my sister and I. So yes, my sister and I, one summer we went to go to the amusement park and we lined up for this roller coaster. And my sister and I, like, we we've been doing that stuff since we were kids, and we loved going with our family or with our friends from church and stuff like that. Like every year we would always go. And I remember <laughs> I remember when Behemoth first just came out. My sister and I were like, okay, like we're going to we're going to go on it together. It's going to be so much fun because the year prior to, maybe I'll explain this in a different episode. But when it had first opened, I was in grade 8 band. And I wasn't allowed to go on that roller coaster. My mom forbade me from going on it. I'll explain in another episode if you guys want to hear it. But basically, this was like the first time that I was like really going to be able to go on it. And so we were lining up and I was like, okay, like this is good. This is good. This is good. And we were with our friends at the time and we were like, okay, like, you know, like we were really excited and everything. And then one of my friends started to get really scared as we were going up the steps, getting closer to like the entrance to go and sit in the or get on the ride. And I was just like, nah, like it'll be fine, blah blah blah. And we start getting closer. And then at that point, like I didn't want to show anybody, cause like this is the age where you want to be all cool and stuff like that. Like I want to say like the ages between like thirteen and like fifteen, at least for me, that was the time when you're like, I am cool and nothing scares me. When in reality, you're crapping your pants. So we, it was the same concept there. When we had lined up, I was like, oh, too cool, yo, I ain't scared of nothing. So then finally, we're like right at the. At the entrance to get on the ride and my sister's like are you ready i was like yes 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 like ready 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 and so then finally it was our turn to get on the ride so my sister and i get on and yo like you know when you look at something and you've anticipated it to look a certain way or you like to feel a certain way so similar to my needle story similar to that i anticipated this being like the biggest piece of cake i don't know why I, again I think it was this whole facade that I was like mm, nothing scares me <laughs> but in reality as soon as the ride started I was like nope 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 this is not this is not it chief and when we turn the corner to start going up this first slope there's like three slopes on behemoth I, I, if I do recall So the first major slope though, and like to describe it to those of you, I mean, you can Google it, but to describe it a little bit better for those of you that want a visual, this roller coaster is like massive and the slope itself is like almost completely straight down. Like when you, when it goes down, it's almost completely straight down. So like the worst part of it, I think is probably the fact that like, even if you're at the front, It doesn't go completely down until the last cart is over the slope. So you're literally, if you're up, if you're like in the middle to the front seats, you're dangling like face forward, not even going down the slope yet until the last cart goes over. But anyways, my sister and I were going up the slope and I start freaking out. Immediately, like almost immediately, like clockwork, I start freaking out. And my sister's like, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> You're gonna be okay. And I was like, no, Becca, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. And my friends, my friends, who is the Chiona? Who is the Chiona? We already discussed this. It's me. So I started crying while we were in the middle of the ride, thinking, oh yeah, let's just stop the ride and get Sarah off of it. Obviously not. Like, it was gonna continue. So what? what did my sister do? She said, Please just relax. Everything's gonna be fine. Like my sister was really good. She was really good up until hmm, up until this point. So she told me she like we're about halfway up the slope and it's going slowly. That's the other crazy part. I hate it when roller coasters do this, but at the same time, like I don't care anymore. but roller coasters will do this thing where like you're going like at colossally slow speed up the slope so you have like the entire view of the ozone layer for like what feels like an eternity and why would they do that like I'm already terrified as it is why 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 the question is why but nonetheless my sister told me to close my eyes in the middle of us going up the slope and she told me okay I'll let you know like when you can open your eyes so I was like okay you know what I trust her she's gotten me this far because we've been going up this roller coaster and like I've been freaking out she's been helping me calm down Okay, that's fine. Like, I trust her. So we're going up this roller coaster, right? And then finally she tells me, this, this girl, she tells me to open my eyes. I open my eyes. We're literally at the tip of the slope and I can see everything. Y'all, I can see everything everything and I start screaming and I'm like oh my gosh Becca why would you do that and before I even had a chance to think about anything else to do anything else the roller coaster goes down and we go over the slopes and the turns and all the fun stuff and everything and my sister's like yelling at me to put my hands off and I'm like no (laughs) I mean granted after we went down that initial slope that's when I was like having the time of my life. Oh my gosh, whatever, like my fears had gone away and Jesus had wiped my sins. All right? So at that point, like it was all it was all over. And it was funny because after the ride was over, so like when it was slowing down to go back into the terminal to exit the ride, my sister was like, "So how was that?" She turns and looks at me. She's like, how was that?" And I was just like, "It was great." and she was just like yeah do you want to go again and I was like heck yeah I want to go again so I had that gigantic meltdown in front of my sister (laughs) in front of my sister and I wanted to go on that roller coaster again my mom thinks I'm nuts for doing things like this because like honestly neither of my parents really like going on that stuff but I mean like I I don't know what it is man like I just feel like once you get over the initial like scariness of it then then you're fine afterwards i know people that just won't even go period like at all but for me i think it's just the initial like shock of it that scares me and then afterwards like i'm fine most of the time though like i want to say like 90 percent of the time i'm pretty good from the start to the finish but i mean just that one time from experiencing that oof child (laughs) It was bad. But any hoozle. That's it. That's all. That's all I got this week. However, for next week, I do have a special guest on Chiona, so I hope you can stick around for that. He is a very good friend of mine. We've known each other for quite a while and yeah, we just talk a little bit about his music and the stupidness that we used to get up to when we worked together. And (laughs) just all in all relationship advice type stuff. So yeah. Hopefully you can stick around for that. Or if you want to listen to that, that's all happening next week. Plus my boy's got a British accent. All right. How could you not want to listen to that? mm mm-hmm. Am I right? Am I right? Anyways, I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing, amazing Friday. And weekend whatever the heck you're doing i'm hoping that the weather gets nicer but who knows at this point i I think you guys know i record these in advance but like even when i say these things in the moment like it's so hard to tell like what the heck is going on here so stay strong my friends and remember to always treat people with kindness i know that there's a lot of crap and mean things that people say or people can do or just all there's a lot of garbage that's going on in this world but please hug somebody you love or even hug yourself because that's what's been getting me through the day with my anxiety <laughs> and last but not least I want to say a big happy birthday to my big 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 sister who is everything to me my biggest supporter my biggest fan the number one person that I can always go to for everything. You are an incredible human being and the world deserves to know that. And yeah, as always, Black Lives Matter, Indigenous Lives Matter, Immigrant Lives Matter, and God loves you, me, and my sister, and everybody else very, very much. Okay, bye.